Good morning, Cosmic Toolbox. It is January 24th, and this is your weekly forecast. And this week holds our third, our our first, I almost try to say first in full at the same time, our first full moon of 2021. And it is a full moon in Leo, um, which I feel like everyone could just expect it to be big already knowing that Leo is a fixed fire sign um, and is ruled by the sun. So when the moon is full, there's extra um, attention placed on the Leo energy because it's being activated. And some would even say inflamed by this aspect. So the full moon in Leo, you can look for um, some straightforwardness, bold self-confidence, right? Um, But you could also, well, and some really, really positive, joyful energy when the sun is being activated and the moon is also in Leo. So um, you could feel increased like zest for life or liveliness, passion, enthusiasm, um, a little bit more flamboyance than we felt um, earlier on in 2021. You could feel some of that Aquarius activation as well, right? Um, And that could take you a little bit out of the comfort zone of Leo, which is all about them, the self, right? And into the arena of others, but it's a polarity that's going to really tug at us. Now, I'm going to get more into the specific aspects of the full moon in Leo in a second because it's quite tense. And so this moon in Leo, full moon in Leo, could actually be pretty dramatic. Um, But so before we get too much into the full moon, I want to just give you a quick idea of what else is coming this week. Today, at the time of the recording, right, we are still somewhat soaking in the pleasures of this weekend. I talked to you guys on the weekend forecast about making sure that you were aware um, and observing and making movement in your own life. We have this Gemini moon that's still with us and it makes us more curious and communicative, possibly scattered, right? Um, (laughs) Possibly a little bit um, over-concerned with other people. One of the things that I recommend doing for this week, because it holds such a big lunar event, and I do, um, I focus a lot of my attention on the movement of the moon. I have a very watery in, (laughs) very watery soul, and I'm always kind of paying attention to the moon. Where's the moon? Where, what's the moon doing? It's the first thing I look towards. And this week, you know, we're having, as today, we have um, the moon squaring off with Neptune and we have the moon trine Mercury um, and Mercury and Gemini are great together. Right? We have moon trine Jupiter. And so I'm looking at all of these moon events and thinking like, what is possible? What else can we go after? Um, how can it look? What can it look like? But what I want everyone to do this week, starting this week off on the right foot will be of utmost importance. If you normally save your like weekly check-in for Monday morning, don't. Uh, We we kick off the week Monday morning. We're going to be in a moon void, of course, that some void of courses I don't even bother mentioning because they don't feel significant. I'll tell you more about why Mondays is significant. Okay, so you could be possibly scattered today. What you want to do is write down what needs doing this 
week, right? And you want to start with some of the to-do light items that are a little bit more difficult, right? You want to bring creativity to these items. And with this full moon, you want nothing to be hanging above your head. And I'm not being not like dangerous, like a guillotine hanging above your head. But if you have projects looming um, that are taking your attention and energy, you will possibly miss the mark of this full moon. And this full moon is magnetic and magical. But the the elements of it that could make it dramatic and um, negative are going to be tied to procrastination, hiding your head in the sand, trying to avoid things. Those kinds of um, issues will make the full moon just a little bit more difficult. So as the moon is trying Mercury, um, it's activating this Gemini communication, curiosity, um, talking, interacting. Um, it's amplifying it with its intuition, emotional intuitiveness, right? Um, then it goes void, of course, at 2.17 a.m. Eastern time. And this could cause our dreams whenever the moon goes void, of course, from Gemini. <laughs> um, because Gemini is an air sign, it's mutable and it's ruled by Mercury. Having the moon trine Mercury, it's almost going to activate that most Gemini aspect of us, that sharp intellect, curiosity, um, desire for educating yourself, socializing, right? And can also, um, when it's negatively aspected, right, Gemini can end up super scattered, unfocused, ungrounded, um, split between focuses, totally just out, like, um, that traditional like Gemini twins, you never know which one is going to show up, that kind of energy. So when this moon goes void, of course, it's going to be void, of course, with that energy of Gemini. Now, I love a moon void in course. I tend to do a lot of my um, shifting and changing in a moon void, of course. I feel like it's a very magical time of in-betweens, right? Like the fairy ring, you step into the fairy ring. This one could dump you off like you got on the wrong train, you're on the wrong platform, you don't know where you're at, you can't find the map, like that kind of energy. So you're going to want to get your week in order before you go to bed on Sunday night. Um, then the moon will move into Cancer Monday, January 25th at 1.52 p.m. And then there will be some pretty great energy there as well. Um, while the moon is void, of course, the sun goes into a sextile with Chiron. Um, and then the sun moves into a square with Uranus strong in the evening. Um, this is a really good time, which we talk about with a sp with spiraling in and spiraling out. You have to contract in order to expand. This is um, something that you see a lot in physical movement, right? In order to um, ice skate or dance and spin and leap, um, hula hooping, all sorts of things. You have to contract to expand. You have to move really fast and tiny movements and then big, bold outward movements. It's contract to expand, learn and to grow, check the ego, learn the lesson, right? Contract and expand. And that's what we're going to find ourselves in um, Monday evening, we're really going to see that sun and Chiron trigger up the things that need to heal and then square off with Uranus and cause that tense growth, right? So really expect it, really expect it. And remember Uranus is 
so slow. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, it takes like 80 plus years to orbit the sun. And so as, as Uranus lessons develop within us, they're bigger, right? They last longer. They're over a course of time. Um, you don't necessarily feel the movements of Uranus immediately. You feel them like bubble up, burble up from, from your soul, right? So then Tuesday, we have the sun square Uranus peaking, right? So this was when we'll start to see these things. Usually, like I said, long, longer term issues start to come up and into our awareness. Mercury semi-sextiles with Pluto also peaks on Tuesday. A lot of our communication will become transformative. You want to really, really be aware of this um, when the moon is in Cancer and Mer Mercury is semi-sextile Pluto, you should expect to see emotions that you didn't expect, right? So expect the unexpected. Um, you should also expect that old hurts, things that have been bottled up could want to free themselves. Um, this comes with sun square Uranus as well, right? Um, all of a sudden you have like a little bit more of your open-mindedness will come to the surface for you to, to help you deal with unexpected things. Um, that Mercury semi-sextile Pluto will help kind of bring it deep and intense. And since Capricorn is deep and intense in an inward fashion, you may find a lot of your inward stuff kind of coming up and out, even where you almost shock yourself. And so just be kind of aware of that. Be very careful with rash, rash decisions. Try to learn from what comes to the surface, not abruptly change everything, right? You could see some out of character actions from others, right? Things that they keep hidden may come to the surface. And so you want to be aware of that and, and almost like, um, don't hold anything against anyone. Like those, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry, like <laughs> that cancer energy can just be so vulnerable. So you could, you could see a partner or a child or a close friend say something almost kind of hurtful because they're trying to bear their soul and they're not used to doing it. And so that kind of energy can be a little bit um, ever present on Tuesday evening. Now, again, Wednesday morning, um, we really see... <laughs> I'm trying not to giggle. I love you, everybody. We're, we're, we're going to have to work Wednesday. Um, when the moon moves into Leo, it moves into Leo at 9.53 p.m. Eastern time. The issue with that is that cancer is activated in this really deep way, right? So we have, and I like to always remember to paint you back, point you back to the story developing and not so much the little itsy bitsy things because everyone will have such a unique experience with their own personality, their own birth and active. But as a whole, we are going to be dropped off Monday morning with a moon that, that think of intuitive emotions, pushing Mercury into all of our deep souls, right? Pushing communication, right? <clears throat> really pushing everyone to talk it out. Hey, talk about it. You should, oh, you feel that you should talk about it, right? <clears throat> you should tell all your friends. You, 
you should go and you should think about this. And then it's going to leave us hanging in the middle of the night, right? And stay gone until like 1.52 PM. And then the moon will kick back into cancer. And then the moon will say, how did that feel? <laughs> how did that feel deep inside of your soul? What have you got hiding in your shell? Come on, give it to me. Maybe you should give it to me. You should hand that to me, right? Because the sun is in Chiron. Uh, sun is in sextile to Chiron while the moon is voiding course, triggering up all these little things about our woundedness. And then we have to contract. We need to go inward, right? And then as the moon moves through cancer, it, we're all inward. We're all inward. We're all inward. And then as, right, we are activated on Tuesday, Mercury sextile Pluto. Pluto, Pluto is in the depths, right? Mercury is all about enhancing that communication and thought process. So we're processing all this deep, dark stuff. We're processing all of our innards. We're like, what am I, what is my life even about? And, and we're just kind of like processing. And then the moon leaves us again at 12.55 PM on Wednesday, 127 and stays gone until almost 10 PM Eastern on Wednesday. Now, and the minute it goes direct, it's or, or gets back on course, it's Leo, right? And we all know a Leo probably. Um, <laughs> they're on stage. So we will work Wednesday as we are moving through this really interesting time, Monday and Tuesday and the and Wednesday, the chunk of Wednesday, when that moves into Leo, especially if you've got some Leo, and especially if you feel like you've been wronged in any way, shape or form you, and we will all, we will be feeling the full moon. It won't be all the way full, but Wednesday night when moon moves into Leo, we will feel that full moon activation. So, um, we'll be within, you know, like 16 hours of the full. So you will feel like, oh, I'm about to tell some people about some things, right? <laughs> you will want to watch yourself and you will want to prepare for that. There could be a lot of people wanting to tell you some things they thought about you, right? So there's that kind of energy, especially because this full moon is just like lit. It's just, it's, it's intense. It's an intense full moon. So be wary of like, you know, when you're sick and you don't trust any bodily function to be normal. Wednesday is like that day, just, you know, and especially into the evening, like I wouldn't try to have a conversation with your spouse or your best friend Wednesday night, like just leave it alone, go to bed early, have a nice night and then watch yourself on Thursday. So that's that, that's really the energy of the first half of the week. So then that drops us into the full moon. This full moon is, it comes to be full, uh, full illumination, 2.16 p.m. Eastern time. It has some major aspects. I'm going to say this full out, straightforward. This is a, not an awesome full moon in regards to coronavirus. I There are many aspects that like foretell um, inflammation, fevers, things like that. So don't take a ton of risks on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, like if you've been really wanting to go hang out with your friends, don't make it this stretch of days. It's just not, it's not good timing. Um, so some of the aspects that I wanted to bring up, um, and really kind of dig into teensy bit for each one. Um, we will have a full moon for those of you that are subscribed to that level. Um, we will have a full moon alignment on 
the actual full moon. So that's 12 p.m. Eastern, Thursday, January 28th. And we will be working on a lot of this energy while we're together. But just to just to lay out some of the things that are in the mix for this full moon, because it's very activated. It's very potent. We've got the moon squaring off with Mars. We've got the moon opposite Jupiter. We've got Mars squaring off Jupiter. We have Venus conjunct Pluto, Saturn square Uranus, moon conjunct asteroid Hygieia. This one Whenever this happens, you may remember this. It harkens back a couple of years. We had a full moon that um, was in a difficult aspect with the asteroid Hygieia, and we did see some, some health stuff come up with people. And so you'll want to really be taking care of yourself as you lead into Thursday. We also have Mars conjunct Black Moon Lilith. We have the moon conjunct... Um, Estellus Australis, which I don't talk about very often, but it's almost like a, it's a very um, dark energy that comes up when the moon gets this close um, to this fixed star. It also, it brings up like weird spirit experiences. Mediums will feel like they're really activated with this full moon. Um, deep activation of um mediums and psychics. Also, you will see a lot of interaction with your ancestors with this full moon, right? It's a time for making this energy magical for you. And so it is for real, for real. You're going to want to make sure that you have a full moon ritual planned, um, that you have a fire, you know, Leo's love fire, have a fire, burn some good herbs, um, drink a lot of water and electrolytes, but then maybe really have some eat, drink, be merry energy, right? Like have your favorite beverage, have your favorite food, have a full moon feast. This is, this is a time to really appease the ancestors, right? Like, look how great my life is. <laughs> um, I'm honoring it. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful, right? Because there is a lot of Mars energy in this moon in Leo, even though it's not um, a full moon in Aries, it is, there's a lot of activations that are very similar to Mars. And then we also have Mars squaring off with Jupiter, Mars conjunct black moon Lilith. Um, and so we just have that quality of feeling peak full moon energy. Most of the time I like to forecast for full moons that most of most forecasts are for full moons are really, um, off base. They always make it seem like we're all going to be crazy. This one could be that way. <laughs> we could all be crazy and like crazy in a good way. There's no, no stigma there, but we could just feel real wits about us, right? Um, like they've left us. Wits have left us, not about us. Um, so when this the full moon happens, right, the sun is opposite moon. And so when we have, you know, that activation of Leo in this way, it's just going to be kind of intense. There are also some other things that to bring up. So when the full moon is squaring Mars the way that it is, you could feel so passionate about something that you just feel like you have to make it happen, but you could get very angry that it's not happening, right? And so you really want to ground this whole full moon. You want to focus on your grounding. You want to focus on your heart chakra 
activate that heart chakra, try to communicate through the heart chakra. That means saying things like I feel instead of you are, right? I feel like you're not taking me seriously versus you're ignoring me or, right? Like you want to really engage through the heart chakra this week, especially around the full moon, the full moon opposite Jupiter. Um, is our opportunity to expand after the contraction early on in the week, right? This should feel good, generous, abundant, right? Um, Full moons help us manifest abundance. Jupiter wants us to have it too, right? Like, um, but it, since it's square to Mars, it could make it a little bit more dicey depending on what your mood is when you come to the day and what personal activations you have, because that Mars square gives you initiative, um, to really be very successful, but it can also make you very impulsive and, and, um, take too many risks, right? With the Venus conjunct Pluto gives you intense desire to want connection. And we've got some uh, libido boosters in the air as well and some magnetic energy. So this is really good for those of you that are coupled up. It should be a good time to be in love or lust as it would be. So Thursday night at that fire, right? You could have some sparks of your own. It's not a good time (laughs) to go out and frolic, right? It's not the time. Um, Saturn squaring off with Uranus. This is a longer term, long game kind of aspect. Um, It's building and building and building and sort of uh, hits its peak mid-February. But Saturn square Uranus can sometimes bring change you don't want, but maybe you need, right? Um, this is where we do see Saturn almost task mask, um, task mastering, especially because I always feel like, especially not, I always feel like, although it is, I always feel like, you know, when we have in, in the air. So when I'm just going to story tell for one quick second. So when you see Saturn and Uranus interact with each other. And it's important to remember, too, that Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius. Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius because Uranus and Aquarius have similar qualities. And so that they've been paired now that we can see Uranus because before we only, you know, had what we could see with our eyes. So Saturn was the traditional ruler of Aquarius. Uranus is the modern. We still consider Saturn to also rule Aquarius in a lot of different ways. And so as these two elements square off, you want to think about it as the ruler and the rebel squaring off, right? And in that way, you know, where the ruler, when you take him on his own, can do things Think about a ruler holding court. Like I said over the weekend forecast, think about the ruler showing up and giving this direction and focus like a leader, right? And the rebel on its own is the same same thing, right? So um, the rebel leader, think about the rebel leader on its own, showing up, holding court, getting everybody fired up, getting everyone ready, right? With that individual challenging focus on freedom, right? Like that rebellion energy. When the ruler squares off with the rebel, 
they get so extra, right? Because they're two big rulers, right? Um, With different ideas forward. So you've got the structure and the old ways and the systems and the foundation. And you've got Uranus that's like, no, I said now. Right, like, and that that energy can be really intense. So, with a full moon, and with Saturn square Uranus coming and staying until mid February, changes you don't want, and almost like changes that you do want are harder to even get because they're at each other, right? And their tension between them is so tight that it's like trying to calm two people who were absolute opposites but also same right because Saturn and Uranus are very much that like um a fight between two Leos if you've ever tried to break them up while they're both only focused on their own hurts it's that kind of energy and so you could really find yourself from now until mid-February kind of like Oh my gosh, how do I even move forward? And the way is through being open-minded, tap into that Aquarian energy, right? Open-minded and um, flexible, right? You're going to want to stay flexible for this full moon. Um, And we could see this, we could see this play out on the world arena with the coronavirus. I feel like we could see some lockdowns or some, some attempted like clampdown and then some attempted you know, (laughs) protests. So just be mindful of that. And then also that full moon conjunct Hygieia, it brings all of our health and um, dis-ease and um, states of being ill, multiple different levels kind of into focus. So this is a good moon to manifest positive health changes. Remember, you always want to go for that higher frequency energy, manifest wellness, manifest, bring it in abundance, all of the good stuff. Um, and be aware that this isn't the time to like binge on junk food or take risks with your health or like, um, (laughs) jump off cliffs or to go swimming and things like that. Just be careful. We could also see Hygieia tends to get a little anxious around a full moon. So we could see fears coming up around things that we could con- we could normally consider to be safe, even within our own hearts and minds. Um, we could start to doubt ourselves. Is this really good for me? Um, and this paired with some other aspects could, like I said, make it a not a good week for the coronavirus. Also, Mars conjunct Black Moon Lilith. Black Moon Lilith is one of my favorite things to talk about. I'm going to try to limit myself here. This is adding to that magnetic sex drive that could really kick it into place um, on Thursday. Inhibitions drop a little bit. That fire hooking up with Black Moon Lilith is going, you want to look where it is in your chart. Um, It could give you a, a willingness to kind of get a little weird, get a little wild, have a little fun. Um but it could also really amplify, remember Mars, right? Traditional ruler Aries and Scorpio, both clearly at home in Black Moon Lilith. But um, you could take some risks in this area. You know, um, one of the big things that almost every uh, astrologer will warn you about when Mars is conjunct Black Moon Lilith, especially with these other aspects with Hygieia in here, this is when prom- 
um, being promiscuous could really lead you to higher rates of like infection and things like that. So mindful, (laughs) mindful, be safe, take precautions, right? And that's pretty much all I'll say on that, but you want to really bring that home and dig into what that means for you. Um, some other things I talked about, I don't normally talk about the fixed star, um, Australis, but I'm going to talk about it because of other activations. Um, I try to not get too into the nitty gritty because we've got a lot of people new to astrology in these, in these forecasts. So what I'm just going to say is this ever, ever since we really crossed into, um, October, the, well, even end of September with the autumnal equinox there has been a real thinning of the energetic veils. There's just, we have more awareness. I think that um, the stay at home element of 2020 has caused a lot of us to do more meditation, more journaling, more mindfulness, more gratitude work, you know, more awareness over the blessings in life. And those are all the things that lead to a more intuitive mindset. And then there have been some major astrological movings that are sort of bringing our ancestors into our awareness in a big way. And you're seeing it everywhere. I feel like everyone is sort of saying, whoa, I have ancestors and they are with me, right? It's a very common thing right now. This fixed star energy, um, it's nine degrees Leo. And so whenever you get something in this arena is going to kind of activate this element because it's full moon because of some of the other things going on, this could lead to real, um, aggression. However, if you, if, well, first of all, if you have this in your chart, if you have any activations here, it can make you very courageous and very, very bold, but it can actually give you, um, this really massive awareness of the, of the energy, right? And of your ancestors and of your loved ones that you have lost and um, peculiar experiences, odd experiences with spirits, right? Where they, you just know they're with you. You could feel like you have been activated in a psychic way. Astrologers, poets, musicians um, are going to feel this element on this full moon. You will, if please try not to block it out, right? journal, meditate, really open up to it. Otherwise it could feel like something's crushing down on you. It wants you to wake up. This fixed star also does not bode well for the virus and for daredevils. So be very careful out there. Like stay home and have a fire, but don't like jump the fire, maybe this full moon. Um, And so, yes. (laughs) So that's all I'm going to say about that. It's not a, it's not a incredibly, um, it's not an incredibly strong aspect with this full moon, um, but it is there and it gives some nuance. And so you just want to be aware of it. Um, so we are going to just focus on the positive and move forward and take it. So this week will bring full moon activation towards passion, enthusiasm, courage, there's a polarity here of the self versus the others. And there's also an element that can make us angry or restless or overconfident. What question you want to ask yourself um, for this full moon, the main thing that you want to think about, what are you done with, right? Because it will lead you to the main full moon question, which is 
What do you want? And you must write this down and you must get clear because if you are not getting clear with yourself, there's no way that the aides and the spirit guides and the ancestors can help you because they have no idea what you want help on because you're not communicating it. You must get very clear, very clear. And, and it's one of those things where you don't have the luxury of being wishy-washy with this full moon. Just don't do it. It's not a thing for you. You're awake enough to be listening to these. I don't mean woke. I mean like, you know, just awake to the fact that you have choices in front of you and that the energies are real. And that alone puts you in a space where you have to claim it. You have to claim it or you're going to get run over by this energy. It's just not the week to be wishy-washy, especially as then after (laughs) this big full moon, we're going to be feeling it all weekend, right? And then we have Mercury coming into a semi-sextile with Venus at the same time that this full moon energy is kicking up. And it's like, what do you want? Love, beauty, money. Talk about it. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And, um, it helps bring every, everybody together and move forward in a really powerful way. And then we move forward. Moon moves into Virgo on Saturday and Mercury retrogrades <laughs> early in the morning on Saturday. And that's going to make things harder. Like get it figured out before you, we hit this Mercury retrograde. Get it figured out, right? Um, take the time. No one is too busy to keep you from two minutes. You all go to the bathroom, right? When you go to the bathroom, don't read Facebook. Don't go on Instagram. Don't do anything else. Open up the notes app on your phone or something similar and, and start there. Start. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And what's the prevailing negative emotion, idea, thought in your brain? And claim that you're ready to get rid of it. I am ready to let this go. And then take the opposite of that prevailing negative thought write it down and say, this is what I want more of. I'm done with this. I want more of this, right? So let's say the prevailing thought is, um, let's just say timelessness, you know, like, oh, I never have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Oh, I don't, you know, I'm just so behind because I don't have time. I don't have time. Um, that is a negative thing that you are training yourself. Now you will see all the reasons why you have no time. So you are done with that. I am willing to let go of the belief and delusion that I don't have time. And then the opposite that you are going to bring into your life is I am open to see where time exists. I am open to receive miraculous pockets of time open up to me. What else is possible for me in time? I can see my hours clearly. I will claim time for myself. And then you are going to look into your calendar because you cannot just make a manifestation happen with thoughts. It requires action. Energy is energy. Where energy is energy, energy attracts energy, right? Then you make an action and you go into your calendar and you say, okay, I see that every day at such and such time, I should be able to claim 15 minutes for myself. And then you treat that like you have a doctor's appointment 
every day that 15 minutes and you can adjust it day by day. Not all of us have schedules that are the same every day. When I wake up in the morning, I look at my schedule and say, okay, when am I going to meditate today? And I put it in the calendar and then that gets treated like a phone call with my doctor or somebody very important. Like if the president was calling me, I would take it no matter what I was doing. That's how that goes in my calendar. Otherwise, you're always going to be pulled away because growth is hard and scary and people don't want to do it. So these are the kinds of things you need to do during this full moon. Whatever is the most prevalent negative energy in your brain, flip it and then take action behind it. So it doesn't have to be time for you. It could be, you know, eating junk food. It could be not moving your body. It could be anger, right? Deep-seated anger. It could be lack of connection with your partner. It could be lack of connection with yourself. Whatever it is, flip it, the opposite of it, make that your manifestation, and then take an action on it. This is a fire full moon. Action is required. So make it real, bring it physical. Um, This week is going to be major. So get out there and get after it. And I will talk to you all in our group energy session on the full moon. I'll see you there.